Presented by Meta. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Rogan Winnevolen. It's Wednesday. Today's show, two visions of a potential GOP future. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. When Donald Trump arrived in Washington five plus years ago and delivered his inaugural address, he spoke of, quote, American carnage and used dark language in previewing his first term as president. But that vision was positively sunny compared to the darkest Vantablack outlook he shared Tuesday at the America First Agenda Summit, his clearest articulation yet of his likely 2024 message. Calling the U.S. a, quote, cesspool of crime, Trump spoke of an America whose, quote, streets are riddled with needles and soaked with the blood of innocent victims. He warned of sadists who prey on children and drugged out lunatics who attack innocent victims at random and said the dangerously deranged roam our streets with impunity. He said that other nations were, quote, emptying their jails into the United States, likened our country to a, quote, dumping ground, called for the death penalty for drug traffickers, and specifically said the U.S. should emulate China's criminal justice system with its, quote, two-hour quick trials for defendants. He went on for another 50 minutes after that, with a long transphobic riff that included an imitation of a trans weightlifter recounting MS-13 members fleeing two teenage girls alive, and so on. And as Politico's Meredith McGraw put it, quote, Trump became most animated when talking about the thing even some allies wish he would drop, his false claims of a, quote, stolen election, which incited the events of January 6. For anyone who listened to what other leading Republicans said earlier in the day, including some at Trump's own event, the contrast was whimplash-inducing. Shortly before Trump took the stage, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy delivered remarks at the summit that, while critical of President Joe Biden and hammering him over inflation, offered a comparatively hopeful, less dire outlook in keeping with the approach of the GOP campaign's apparatus as it seeks to make gains in suburban battlegrounds. Quote, Our number one bill is going to be about protecting the American people, making us energy independent, lowering the gas price, making your streets safe, securing your border, and holding Washington accountable. And on Tuesday morning, former Vice President Mike Pence spent most of his speech at a Young America's Foundation conference pushing Republicans to unite and look ahead. As Michael Bender from the New York Times noted, in his piece on the rivalry between Pence and Trump, the former vice president, quote, left out of his speech the kind of effusive praise for Mr. Trump that he had regularly injected into his addresses as vice president and instead referred to the, quote, Trump-Pence administration's accomplishments. Pence said, quote, Some people may choose to focus on the past, but elections are about the future, neatly contrasting himself to Trump with an understatement for the ages. Quote, I don't know that the president and I differ on issues, but we may differ on focus. That difference in focus is at the center of several big questions for Republicans in 2022 and 2024. Which vision do they want the party to follow? Which do they think is more appealing to the voters they need in order to win a majority? And even if they agree with Trump on the issues, is his focus, with its dark tone and feedback loop quality, helpful in that pursuit? Here's what's up in Washington today. The House will meet at 10 a.m. The Rules Committee will meet at 1 p.m. to take up an assault weapons ban and other gun and crime-related legislation. The Senate is in today. The chamber will take votes at 11.30 related to the CHIPS Plus legislation and at 4.30 related to the promise to address Comprehensive Toxics Act. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre will brief at 3 p.m. One thing of note, the big call between President Joe Biden and Chinese President Xi Jinping will take place on Thursday. Jenny Leonard from Bloomberg Scooped. 
Biden still hasn't made a decision on lifting some China tariffs, which John Kirby said Tuesday likely won't be a significant piece of the call. Politico's Philem Kind previews what to expect. Quote, senior administration officials will pitch the call as a deliverable free routine follow-up to a series of communications between Biden and Xi. But Biden's main objective will be to ensure the latest eruption of Chinese rage over House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's planned trip to Taiwan doesn't derail discussions for a long-awaited in-person meeting between Biden and Xi in November. Privately, national security officials are telling Pelosi and her team that the trip could pose security risks to her or could yield an aggressive response elsewhere from China. That's per CNN's Kevin Liptak and Caitlin Collins. Meanwhile, top Pentagon and state officials warned Tuesday that China's, quote, provocations in the South China Sea have been growing in recent months, with, quote, aggressive and irresponsible behavior risking a significant incident. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Rogu Munavalin. Have a good Wednesday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Some people say the metaverse will only be virtual. But one day in the metaverse, doctors will practice high-risk surgeries hundreds of times before they operate on real patients, and students will be transported to ancient Rome and Saturn's rings, improving health outcomes, learning, and more. The metaverse may be virtual, but the impact will be real. Learn more about what Meta is building for the metaverse at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.